0: We're quite familiar with this story, I believe, uh, and this passage uh, in the life of the disciples and also uh, in the life of Christ and his ministry. So before we begin, shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning that we can gather together in this place that you have blessed us with, in this sanctuary that has been set apart to worship you. Uh, as the body of Christ and also to receive your word for us in our life. Lord, as we quiet down our hearts and we ask for your Holy Spirit to speak to us so that your words that is spoken into our lives will stir our hearts, Lord, and cause us to draw closer and closer to you. Pray and ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's turn to uh, Mark chapter four, verses 35. Okay. All right? Have you found it? If you found it, uh, let us uh, read together. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, "Let us cross over to the other side." Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And it awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he rose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? All right. I'm not sure how many of you have uh, been in a storm situation when you're uh, on an aeroplane. Uh, I've encountered a few, and there are there is one that was really very memorable, uh, because on our journey back from Dawao to KK, uh, we had to be uh, diverted because there was a, a strong wind, right, and a storm. So uh, we were we we tried the pilot tried to land in KK, but as he was approaching uh, the airport. Uh, He decided to turn around And he decided to try again But uh, Then he felt that it was Too risky and so he said That we are diverting to Labuan And that was the first time I experienced uh, uh, um, A change in uh, in the route uh, In an aeroplane So as we were landing I remember in Labuan It was also Very windy And as we were about to land the, you could feel the wind blowing across and the plane trying to fight in order to keep straight. So everyone, you could hear everyone was like, you know, just like gasping and uh, some of them just whooped and uh, I heard someone scream. But we landed safely, right? And and that was the first time. So, uh, of course, before that, before you experienced that, you were not really sure whether you could make it. because that's your first experience of uh, sitting in an aeroplane in a storm situation and trying to land. Well, uh, so after that, when you've gone through that, you think about it and say, "Okay, yeah, uh, I've been through a situation where there is a storm, so maybe I'll be able to handle a storm situation if there is one more that happened. So it so happened that the next time I went to Dawao, our plane was also diverted right uh and it was the same situation but previously it was a 737 right so it was a bigger plane but this time around when we were flying back from Tawao, it was just uh a ATR you know ATR which is just a twin twin propeller aeroplane right smaller plane uh easier to be tossed about in the wind right and this time around, it was in the evening, so uh, it was dark and, and the, the pilot tried to land in KK and he had to turn around and uh, attempt again, but it was too difficult. And he told us that, um, no, we can't land, so we have to divert. And we diverted to Miri, uh, all the way down to Miri. And and he said that uh, we, uh, we have to go to Miri because there's not enough fuel, right? And they had to refuel. They couldn't land in Labuan because it was also too windy. So uh, I was with a lot of turbulence, you know, and we're holding on and say, okay, it uh, should be okay, it should be okay. Uh, when we landed in Miri, it got refueled, and then we were told, okay, uh, we won't be staying in Miri, we'll be flying back to Labuan. Uh, but we can't fly back to KK because the storm is still going on. So I landed in Labuan, and we stayed there overnight. Right? Uh, and so that was the situation with the storm that we faced. Uh, it was really something that, um, that really tested your faith in the pilot and whether the pilot is able to do uh, what he says he will do, which is to land us safely. And flying through the storm, we learn to trust the pilot uh, and whether he knows what he does. Right? We may have trusted him uh, when the situation is sunny, uh, it's a nice day, blue skies and everything. We, we usually don't worry about whether our pilot will be able to bring us safely to our destination. But it's when we're in a storm that that is when it requires us to learn to trust the pilot and to trust that he will bring us um, safely to where we are going. So storms and encounters with storms uh, will always challenge and stretch our faith to its limit. Um, What is a storm in your life? A storm can be a challenge that you're facing, a difficult situation that you're going through. Uh, and it is also a something that is in the way of God's purpose and destiny for us. Um, and God's purpose and destiny for us is to grow in maturity, to grow to know Him more, to be transformed, to be changed. So, a storm can be anything in our life that prevents us from going in that journey, right? And there are storms that we walk away from in life, right? Our storms are very different. You know, we talk about storms and physical storms. Even physical storms, right? When you see a storm, you can always avoid the storm. So in our life also, there are some storms that we can walk away from in life, and there are some storms that we can't walk away from, that we have to deal with uh, immediately, right? Uh, but whether it is a storm that we can walk away from, or whether it's a storm that we have to, fe- we have to face right now, um, one thing is certain, is that we have to face it, we have to deal with it, um, and it will require us to consider our faith and have our faith in God tested. Now, for the storms that we walk away from, why do we walk away from our storms? Well, one reason is because we realise that our faith in God uh, it's not sufficient for us to trust him. If, in the same story just now, I was saying, if you were standing outside the aeroplane and you see a storm coming, a big storm, right? And if you do not trust the pilot, would you go on the aeroplane? Surely not, right? Because you would be fearful for your life, right? You're not sure whether you can make it through. So, in the same way, Uh, in our life, when we walk away from our storm, it tells us something about our faith. It tells us um, about where we are in our faith and trust in God. It means that we don't trust Him enough. It means that we do not want to risk our life going through that storm. And so we avoid it. We avoid that storm. Um, but the thing is, in life, whatever storm that we face, we will have to face. You may avoid it today, that storm, that challenge, that difficulty that you're facing in your life, that broken relationship perhaps, uh, that challenge in your career or even a uh, a challenge in your holiness. What if you may avoid it today, you may avoid that storm, but one day it will come back again and you still have to go through it because that is your journey in life, that is your journey that God has set you in. So, whether we walk away from our storm or whether we face it, we will find something about our faith. We'll find out something about our faith. We will know what our faith, uh, where our faith is and where we are in our relationship with God. Storms stretch our faith so that we know where we are with God. And uh, and we must face our storms, right? In this story, they had to face their storm. There was no other way. Uh, And when we're in the middle of a storm, we need to allow our faith in God to be stretched to its limits. And our faith has to grow. Our faith cannot remain stagnant. Uh, Our relationship in God has to grow. It cannot remain where it is. Where you are, where we are right now, um, we shouldn't be the same tomorrow, right? Or we shouldn't be the same next week or next month. When we look back to our lives last year, do we see ourselves closer to God? Do we see our faith in Him uh, greater, our trust in Him greater compared to last year? Or have we been running away from our storms and therefore? not been able to stretch our faith so that we will grow, right? Whatever the case is, we still have to face our storms and we need to grow. A faith that is stretched to the limit puts us in a position whereby we need to deal with the deficiencies in our relationship with God, relationship with God. Right. so when our, when our faith is stretched uh, it puts us in a position where uh, we need to deal with any deficiencies that we have with God right? like for me when I was in the aeroplane no choice, I had to deal with the, with the fear right, of the aeroplane not making it right? uh, and, and I have to deal with it, I have to, I have to be honest and say, uh, very, okay I'm very afraid of, for my life I had to deal with it. In the same way, when, we, when we're in the middle of a storm, we're in the middle of a challenge. Um, it stretches our faith to the limit. Whatever belief and trust that we have in God is stretched to the limit. Right? And, and, and we're required to go beyond that in order to go through the storm. Right? For me, I had to trust a bit more. To say, okay, yeah, everything would be fine, and the pilot knows what he does because he's trained to do this, and he's flying it, so he wouldn't risk his own life. To go beyond and say, um, and 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 to go beyond um, that limit of my faith, right? Um, and in in the case of the disciples, um, they had their their faith was limited as well. And so uh, they had to go beyond that. There was a deficiency in uh, their relationship with God. Um, They had a deficiency in their understanding of God. They they were not sure who Jesus was. And so when they were in the storm, that deficiency became apparent. And they realized, hey, I do not know who Jesus is, right? And you know the interesting thing about the disciples is that before the storm, they have experienced so many miraculous things uh, and and seen miraculous things, right? Uh, Up to that point uh, in their their journey with Jesus, in their ministry of Jesus, they have seen um, miracles, they have seen many people who were set free from demonic possession they have seen uh, many healing of the sick they have seen physical healing, uh, they saw a man with leprosy uh, who was made well uh, they saw a man with a withered hand uh, the Bible is not, is not clear what it means by withered hand, could be muscular dystrophy, you know where you lose you know, your, your your muscle tissues, uh, restored. They saw a paralytic uh, man walking again. They saw a lot of miracles. They witnessed a lot of miracles. Perhaps even more so, more miracles than, than we've witnessed for ourselves physically, right? Um, and so, they have experienced a lot with Jesus in their own lives. And yet, even with that experience, when the storm came, they were still not sure who Jesus is. They were not sure whether they could trust him. They were not sure whether they could risk their lives going through the journey. In the same way in our own lives, we may have experienced a lot of miracles. We may have seen a lot of miracles in the life of others, we may have seen a lot of God's work around us. We could even be in the atmosphere of faith, right? Because the disciples were in the atmosphere of faith. They saw Jesus moving powerfully. And yet, we could still have a deficient relationship with God. Right? Um, and, 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 and we could still not know who Jesus is, not know who God is. And that was the case for the disciples. They were not sure who he was. They still call him rabbi, they call him teacher. Uh, And they were not certain. In our own lives, uh, storms always expose deficiencies in our understanding of who God is. Right? When difficulties come, when challenges come, it stretches our limit of our faith and re- and our relationship with God. And that is when we have to ask very uncomfortable questions in our own lives. Um, whether that has to deal with our own security or insecurity, whether it has to do with Faith, or whether he has to deal with our fear. Whatever it is, these storms will put us in an uncomfortable situation, so that we will deal with our relationship with God. The disciples to journey to uh, the other side of um, of of the sea to do uh, you know uh, mission work to reach out to more people, had to go through this storm. They had to deal with um, that shortage in their relationship with God in order for them to go through that. In in the same way in our own lives, um, with the storms in our lives, um, it it causes us to ask uncomfortable questions. It causes us to ask whether we truly trust God it causes us to ask whether we truly believe uh, that our purpose and destiny is certain in God. Um, And in your own life, it's the same thing as well. When you face storms, when you face challenges, uh, it stretches you to the limit. It causes you to ask questions. right? It causes you to consider whether who you know God is, is who He is. For the disciples, they saw Him as a teacher, perhaps a miracle worker, perhaps a prophet. But they were not really sure. And so when the storm came, uh, they were not sure whether they could make it to the other side. Yes, maybe uh, if the boat capsized, they would probably have to swim over. They probably have to struggle, but they're not sure. They're not certain of who Jesus is. So in our life, when we're faced with storms, we need to ask very difficult questions about our relationship with the Lord. Who are you, God, in my life? You know? And have I been seeing you wrongly? Have I been understanding you wrongly? and to deal with those questions. That's the first thing. Second thing is, when, when, we're, in, when we're in the storm, we deal with deficiencies within us. Right? Because in the storm, we're, we're forced to ask questions about who God is and we're forced to ask questions about who we are. You know? Are there anything in my own life that I need to deal with that is preventing me from, from going through this storm? Sometimes it is pride, right? Pride to say, Lord, I don't need your help. I can go through this storm by myself. And when the storm is too great, the challenge is too great, then it causes us to consider whether we have been too prideful, prideful, whether we have been too trusting of our own strength or the strength of others, and whether we have... uh, When we have done so, we have not trusted in the Lord at all. Sometimes it is sins in our life. Sometimes it exposes um, things that are ungodly in our life uh, that is causing us to to struggle in our relationship with God. Whatever it is, um, storms help us to identify uh, these things. And and ask the question about who God is and who we are. And when we begin to put in order the deficiencies in our relationship with God, uh, in order for us to do that, we, we need to come to Jesus. When we, when we begin to do that, then we get, begin to put in order uh, our deficiencies in our relationship, right? The, the disciples knew that they were terrified. They knew they were afraid. They knew that they didn't really or couldn't really trust God in that moment. And so they turned to Christ, right? They cried out to Him. Uh, and of course, yeah, when we read the, the words of the disciples, right, it feels as if uh, they they didn't really have they, they they were really very really desperate right they cried out, "Lord, do you not care that we are perishing right uh, Of course, the Lord cared, right? but it was in their moment of insecurity a in moment of weakness that they cried out they were desperate they cried out to Christ and in the same way in, when we're faced with our own storms um, we need to cry out to the Lord right and Stop focusing on the storm thats that we're facing, but turn to Christ and cry out to Him. It doesn't matter whether our cry is perfect, whether we're saying the right prayer to Him, but cry out to Him, cry out to Him, and say, Lord, I need your deliverance. Lord, I am not sure who you are in the storm. Yes, I know you, as the God who has blessed me with a lot of things in my life. But in this storm, I don't know who you are. I'm not certain whether you can carry me through. So we cry out to the Lord and cry out to Him for deliverance. Lord, help me. Help me through this storm. Help me to see who you are. Help me to see who I am with you. And, and when we do that, we begin to, to, to correct the deficiency of our relationship with the Lord because we no longer focus on our problems, but we focus on Jesus. We focus on the one who is able to, to bring us to a deeper level of faith with God, um, who is able to bring us to faith, uh, to trust in God and to trust in Jesus. And so, in your own life, when you're faced with storms, when you're faced with difficulties, don't just run away, right? Face it if you have to. But don't face it alone. But cry out to God and cry out to the Lord Jesus for your deliverance, um, for Him to deliver you from your situation. Um, I'm not sure what you are facing today and whether uh, a challenge uh, you're meeting a challenge right now or you're confronting a challenge in your life right now. But what is certain is that uh, every challenge that we face will stretch us to our limit of our faith and trust in God. It will cause us to ask whether our our whether we are standing firmly on uh, who we believe God is or whether we are standing on shaky ground, right? And uh, and and you may avoid it for a day or two. You may avoid it for a month, for a year, but that same storm will come back to your life again, and you will still have to confront it. You will still have to deal with um, the deficiencies of your relationship with the Lord. You will still have to. Allow your faith to stretch. But if we try to do it by ourselves, we will never be able to go through that storm. If we try to rely on others, yes, we may be able to, but then we will not learn to trust in God. And then another bigger storm will come and then it will demand us to learn to trust in God again. So whether we face our storm today or we face our storm tomorrow, it will still keep on demanding us to decide whether we want to trust in ourselves or whether we want to rely uh, in God. And so in facing our storms, cry out to the Lord cry out to God to deliver you. Um, in, In facing your challenges, don't rely on yourself, but cry out to the Lord. If you're not sure what to do, do what the disciples did. They just cried out and say, Lord, where I am right now, I feel like I'm perishing. I feel like you are so far away. And And they were so genuine with where they were at that point in time. And I believe when we do that, it opens up our heart and all our weaknesses. We bear ourselves to God and say, God, this is who I am, this is where I am right now. And I don't know what to do and only you can help me. So you cry out, you cry out desperately. It is the prayer of a desperate person in need of deliverance. When we do that, I believe that God will deliver us and God will help us to go through the storms and challenges in our lives because we, when we do that, when we bear ourselves in that way, we we grow closer to God. We're no longer trusting in our own strength. We're no longer trusting in the strength of others. But we're, we're throwing ourselves towards God. We're throwing ourselves towards Jesus. And when we do that, our relationship with Him grows deeper. Our intimacy with Him grows deeper we begin to realise who God is. We begin to understand who we are to Him. And we begin to know His purpose and destiny for us. God's deliverance uh, through Christ, through Jesus, provides an opportunity for us to consider once again who He is and set in order our relationship with Him so that our faith will grow to withstand greater storms, right? Um, once we go through our storm, we're not to to just, that's it, you know, and uh, we don't grow anymore. But every storm that we face in life reveals to us a bit more of who God is, a bit more of who Jesus is, a bit more of who we are in Him, Right? Um, in the case of the disciples, um, this storm allowed them to see that Jesus is the one who can command uh, in the storms and the seas to be still right and it reveals to them a greater understanding of who Jesus is because for the for for, for the Jewish people uh, they, they they believe that only God is able to control the storms and the seas. So when Jesus performed that miracle, when he asked uh, the storm and the seas to be still, uh, suddenly the disciples see who Jesus is in a greater measure. And then they ask that question, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? That storm caused them to reassess and, and, and understand who Jesus says he is. In this case, um, Jesus is revealing that he is God, right? Because he is the one who is able to command the seas and the wind to be still. In the same way in our own lives, when we go through our storms, and when God delivers us from our storms, don't just stop there, right, and say, hallelujah, thank you, praise the Lord, and that's it. But ask ourselves, what is God saying about who He is when He brought me through that storm? What is He saying about his identity and about who I am in him, and when we do that, we also grow deeper in our understanding of who God is and grow deeper in our relationship with the Lord right? Don't just stop at the storm and just be happy right but but try to understand um you know who who the Lord is after we've gone through our storm. I'm not sure what sort of storm you're facing in your life today, Uh, whether it's in your school, whether you are facing challenges in your college, or uh, whether you're facing challenges at home or at work, or whether you're facing challenges with your health, whether you're facing challenges relationships, right? um, some challenges, some storms we can avoid, we can run away from. Uh, but some we will have to confront today. But whether we confront it today or tomorrow, we will still have to confront that storm someday. Right? And my encouragement for us is to to confront that storm and right? uh, and to stretch the limit of your faith so that you can know who you are and who God is and so that you can grow deeper in your relationship with Him. What storms are you avoiding today? What storms and challenges feel like they not worth fighting at at the moment? Is it in your ministry? Is it in a relationship? Is it something that God has asked you to be faithful with, whether it's your cell group, or whether it's a ministry, or whether it is in a relationship? Have you avoided it? have you decided to just throw in the towel and say, I'm not going to deal with it anymore? Um, When you look back where you were last year and where you are today, and when you look at that challenge that God has placed that is in front of you, have you been able to deal with it? Or have you just run away from it and not face it at all? Um, I want to encourage us to not run away from our storms. Right? Because eventually the storm will come after us <laughs> uh, and we still have to deal with it. And sometimes the Lord will keep on giving us the same storms because we keep on missing the, the same lessons and keep on uh, missing what He's trying to tell us. Um, and don't don't miss out that opportunity to understand who the lord is and to know him in our storms and to also know who we are where are you in your walk with god today in doing his will and his purpose are you further away from where god wants you to be today or are you closer and closer to where He is right now. I want to encourage us that if today you feel that you are further away from God and His purpose and His destiny, that in your journey across the the sea, that you're being blown away by the storm and you're further away from His purpose and His destiny, cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, Help me to confront this storm. Help me to deal with this thing that I'm facing so that I can go through this storm and go into your destiny and your purpose. I think in my own life, uh, I, I've faced quite, quite a lot of storms uh, and the, not a lot of times where I will confront my storm. There are a lot of times that I will run away from it. Right? And I think increasingly as I grow uh, older, which I am, and uh, <laughs> uh, I realize that the storms that I run away from will keep on coming back to me. Uh, I can delay it for one or two years but they will still come back to me and I will still have to face it and I in in facing it I have to ask a lot of questions about who I believe God is because my faith is stretched to the boundary and I need to understand God In a greater light, understand Him deeper for me to go through it. And so uh, today I can say that I'm facing my storm, right? Um, And I have not gone through through it yet. I'm still facing it, I feel. Some storms are are a bit more prolonged, some is just a single day storm. Uh, but some storms are prolonged Some storms require a deeper searching a deeper uh, pursuit to understand who God is and, 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 and a deeper searching of my own weaknesses on my own fears and it takes a while to go through it right but I want to encourage us when, when we do that, even if it takes a long time, when we put our heart right and say, Lord, help me, deliver me, help me to get through this storm, you know, I believe that we will go through it. I believe that the Lord will deliver us into our purpose and our destiny. So, uh, face your storms, right? Don't run away from your storms. Young people, a lot of storms, And uh, this morning as we were worshipping, I just thought of the young people and the storms in your life that you're facing. Don't run away from your storms. Whatever it is, relationships, your brokenness, your confusion, and your identity of who you are, Don't try to bury your storms in being busy. I think adults do that also. (laughs) We we get busy with everything else. We we concern ourselves with uh, everything in the world just to avoid our storms. But don't avoid your storm. Confront your storm. Because when you confront your storm, you don't do it alone. You do it with Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, help me. Uh, Help me in my brokenness. Help me in my confusion. Help me in my anger. Help me in my hopelessness. And I believe that when we do that, you know, God will come and deliver us and bring us through our storm. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you Um, Lord, because you are the Lord of the storm and the seas. Lord, you are God. Lord, in our lives, we face a lot of challenges. We face a lot of storms. We face a lot of difficulties. Sometimes we just avoid it. We buried it with every other busyness and every other thing. But the thing about storms, Lord, in our life is that we have the choice to face it or not face it, but eventually the storms will come chasing after us. The storms will come and confront us. The storms will stand in the way of your purpose, your destiny for us. Lord, when we're in the storm, when we're being stretched to our limit, of our faith, when we're being stretched to the limit of our relationship with you. Father, help us to ask the hard questions, to consider where we are in our life and our relationship with you. Whether we trust you, whether we believe that you will bring us through the storm. Help us, Lord, to cry out to you and cry out to Jesus for you to deliver us. Lord, and when we are delivered from our storms, help us, Lord, to grow in our relationship with you and to grow in our faith in you. Lord, I live up to you, our young people and today who are facing so many challenges in their life, Lord, I pray that they will have the courage to face their storms. Lord, not by their own strength, but to trust in you, to be still in your presence and to allow you to deliver them, Lord, through the storm, to your purpose, your destiny. Father, we thank you for speaking to us.